Hello, folks. Welcome back to the OFL Podcast. It's me, as always, the host. How's everybody doing today? That's great. I'm glad to hear it. You know what? I already messed up. This is the first episode of the Our Founding Liars Podcast, and I already did a big blunder. What's the big blunder? That's the first question of many questions we're going to ask throughout this program. The mistake that I made was I welcomed you back. How can I welcome you back to the first episode? Nothing's been established yet. So I apologize in advance for that. Hopefully no more mistakes will happen during the course of these recordings. I can't promise anything, but I could promise to do my best. So I can promise some things, I suppose. What is this? I already told you. It's the OFL podcast. What's the OFL podcast? Well, one would assume OFL stands for Our Founding Liars. So one would assume that it would be a continuation of the YouTube series, Our Founding Liars. www.youtube.com slash our founding liars and uh, I would say you're right for the most part but you're wrong as well but in order to understand what our founding liars is I gotta explain to newcomers what it is and I've never done that before I don't think I've ever like once explained what uh the concept of the show is in like a blunt format so this will be interesting our founding liars is a YouTube series in which uh, we question everything nothing's immune to the art of question asking we question objects we question people we question the atmosphere, we question the weather. Okay? We turn the mundane into a revelation. And we just celebrate question asking and hopefully truths will come out of these questions, okay? Throw enough mud, something will stick. That's my motto. And I, I feel like I've been pretty successful with it. I've exposed some pretty big things. Uh, geez, what, what have I exposed? Autumn, the season, completely fake. Okay? It's actually really hot. There's an external force increasing the temperature you can see that video it's called autumn is a hoax i don't know if that's what it's called but it's uh you know just just look for it uh social repos the famous youtuber he actually hacked the election not kidding that's why we're in the state that we're in have like a three minute video about that and uh you know lots of things about reptilians it all kind of comes down to reptilians at the end it seems to be the most common enemy of the channel uh next to youtube themselves which I will get to in a second. But uh, I don't want you thinking that it's all about question asking. Uh, you know, the podcast, I mean. This might be a good excuse to kind of like just take the mask off. Oh, I wear a mask, by the way. I haven't, uh, this is a podcast, so you can't really tell, but I do kind of have a get up. Uh, this might be a chance to just kind of kick back, maybe tell you about like a movie I saw or something. I don't know. But primarily it's about question asking and we'll always get back to the concept of question asking. Keep asking questions. That's the motto of OFL, okay? Now, this is a little different for me because um, the videos that I do tend to be like two to four minutes long, average uh, four minutes tops, uh, minimum 10 seconds. I really believe in the concept of like short truth bombs. I want my questions to be digestible for the average Joe. So to do like a long form podcast like this, a little out of my comfort zone, but I thought I'd try it. It's a little experimental. 20 seconds before I started recording this, and by 20 seconds, I mean 20 minutes uh, before I started recording this, I realized uh, that I wanted a podcast. So this is pretty impulsive, much like my videos. So we're off to a good start. We're off to like the spirit of OFL. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I think this is uh, the thing, think this is going well. Uh, obviously, this is experimental. I don't know if there'll be another one. 
I don't know what the structure is just yet. Today is going to be free form. Maybe I'll have guests in the future. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll have like a, you know, top 10 countdown kind of thing. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Also, I have this mic on a stand on my chair. And I tend to kind of fidget in my chair a lot. And it's really actually messing with the sound a little bit. So perhaps I will fix that in a later episode. I don't know. Uh, we shall see. Why am I on a podcast now? That's kind of easy to answer. Uh, I don't know if you saw my last video, but I kind of insinuated that YouTube is out to get me. And they're, uh, they're taking kind of drastic measures to end my channel. Uh, so I figured... The more like kind of like medias I do, the more different platforms I have, the better chance I have at establishing some kind of survivalism and getting my voice out there. They can't silence the questions for too long. Uh, they've been at it for a while. They actually have an elite team called the Opal Club. So just just learn my terminology, okay? When I say opals, I don't uh, mean like jewelry or riches. I'm talking about a select group of assassins that uh, scheme every day to end the host, a.k.a. me. But uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I've been going on pretty strong. Uh, you can see that video where I first introduced the Opal Club. I actually got my first 1,000 subscribers, and I got an email welcoming me to this, uh, this club, and it seemed fantastic. But this was also the same week that Logan Paul did his like little suicide force thing. So I got an email later saying I was out of the Opal Club. Now, I don't think this was um, a coincidence by any means. I think this was orchestrated. This was uh, meant to intimidate me that I was not allowed in the YouTube ranks. And it was a good way of introducing without telling me face to face about this group, this menacing group that uh, lives, eats and uh, prays for my demise. So that's cool. I'm really happy about that. But their latest tactic, which is why I'm on the uh, podcasting game now, apparently they tweaked their algorithm a little bit to hide quote-unquote conspiracy videos. I talked about this in the last video, but I'm talking about it now because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, supposedly, they're hiding conspiracy videos from the public. Like, people can't... They're not, like, deleting them, but they're hiding them. Which is cool, because I should be safe. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, as you all know. I'm just kind of a little eccentric journalist, you know? I like to have fun, and I, uh, I talk about borderline content. I use fringe words such as flatter fidget spinner, or like uh, fine brothers, reptilian nuclear reactors, you know, that kind of stuff, common terminology. But uh, it's funny that I said that I use borderline content, because in their official statement, they said that they're hiding borderline conspiracy content, meaning it doesn't break the guidelines, but they're still hiding it. AKA, I have no way out because I was literally my scapegoat. So I'm in trouble is what I'm saying. Therefore, here I am talking to you through a mic. <laughs> There's this dude, um, big YouTuber guy. Uh, let's just jump into it. You know who I'm talking about, right? Philip DeFranco, that's his name. He tells like the news every day. And by news, I mean YouTube type news, YouTube drama. And I guess like he kind of talks about politics every now and then. I don't know. I don't really watch the show too much. But uh, 
he kind of has trouble with YouTube. He did a couple of videos about how they hit his stuff because they were like borderline content. And uh, the one time he did it, I noticed this. YouTube chose that video to trend as if they were sending him a message, as if they said, we're watching you, Mr. DeFranco. By the way, if you think that the people choose what trends on YouTube, you're very naive and I pray for you. That's cute. It's very curated. Okay. Now, if that wasn't enough, this, uh, this DeFranco guy makes a video later regarding the Oscars. He's talking about how, like, the movies that are picked in the Oscars are, uh, you know, there's a little more to it than what we think. Well, by we, I mean you. I kind of already knew this, obviously. But uh, there's, like, a lot of politics that go in. The people's vote doesn't matter. It's not based on talent. That's, you know, it's just about general corruption. That ended up trending as number one. And you know why? I let everybody know why in a YouTube comment that I did on that video. And that was this. I said that YouTube is trying to remind people or convince people that there's other organizations more corrupt than them. That's why it was number one. They were like, ooh, look at this group, not us. So I did this comment. And I got a reply from a YouTube channel called All Time Conspiracy Theories. Uh, basically agreeing with me. They were like, that's what we said. So I checked that channel out and they're pretty legitimate. I don't have it. Uh, the uh, channel in front of the screen right now, but they have a lot of subscribers, so it kind of felt cool getting validated uh, by people that seem like they know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, so yeah, YouTube. YouTube's bad. Bad news. Bad news, YouTube. Fun fact, I'm talking to you, recording this first episode on a Super Bowl Sunday. I don't know if that means anything to you. It doesn't really mean too much to me. I'm not really that big of a football fan. You know, it's crazy. I've been doing this for like a year almost. Because like a year ago, uh, one of my first videos that I did, I exposed the first, that uh, not the first Super Bowl of all time. I'm not that old. But I exposed uh, last year's Super Bowl uh, for being reptilian infested. I did this video where I uncovered this footage, crazy footage. I can't believe nobody's talking. I should get like a journalistic integrity award, but it doesn't seem like anybody's talking about it, which is why uh, I appreciate you listening to me. If uh, this, if my voice reaches one person eager for questions, that's all that matters. Thank you, you know? But uh, I uncovered this crazy footage of uh, people taking off their literal skin and showing off reptilian scales. And uh, they're guising it as uh, fans of the Eagles, like green makeup and stuff. But it's obviously scales. I got the footage to prove it. So that's kind of crazy. And then I kind of like somehow linked that to The Bachelor in Paradise later. Because this girl named Jenna Cooper, she's like a clear reptilian. In fact, she admitted to being an alien on the show. Have a video about that too. But that's, uh, that's another time for another day. I don't really like the Super Bowl. Never really been a sports fan. I don't really like the Masonic imagery in it, the Satanism in it. And what am I talking about? What do I mean by that? Think about it. Super Bowl. You know the letters in Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Uh, picture those letters together, right? Like, just take the Super Bowl and pretend your space bar is broken so it's all like one word. Now, put a uh, space between the B and the O. Now you got the superb owl. You understand what I'm saying? The owl is such a iconic occult figure, symbolism. Many Satanist rituals, Bohemian Grove, uh, love the owl. 
And it's right there in the name, the Super Bowl. David Lynch, Twin Peaks, that show, he had owls throughout that whole thing. And it wasn't an artistic uh, touch. It was Satan, you know? So, I don't know. It's probably the most obvious imagery in the Super Bowl I can think of. But, you know, like I said, I don't really care to watch it. So I'm sure it is more, but like when it's in the title like that, like why would you even want to bother after that? You understand? So, yeah. Back to social media. How about Twitter for a second? Twitter does not like me as well. I don't know if they're affiliated with YouTube. I'm assuming they are, except no, you know, I don't think they are. I think, uh, I think it's pretty reasonable to assume that I have many enemies and that they all, listen, if you, we live in a world full of predators, okay? All with different motives. It'd be very naive and delusional to assume that only one uh, agency is after me. So, back to Twitter. I saw a little bit of the Joe Rogan podcast today where uh, the Jack guy, the CEO, he was interviewed. They were talking about hate speech, right? What, uh, what um, constitutes as hate speech as he sees it on Twitter. Why would a profile be banned for it? And he said that it wasn't so much like the words that were used. It was the context, which made me think a little bit. It made sense to me. Of course, you know, you could say words like, uh, I'm going to kill you. And that's like, you know, obviously that seems bad on the surface level. But then if you say something like, uh, oh, man, I killed that uh, volleyball game or something. You're still using the word killed, uh, but it's not the same thing. So they have to like manually look and look at context. And I was like, all right, this guy knows what he's talking about, except he doesn't at all. He's a buffoon. He's an idiot. Why? OFL, the host, me, long time ago, I got suspended <laughs> for seven days on Twitter uh, because I said the J and J Cole may or may not stand for jihad. I didn't really have any reasons to back it up. I was just throwing, you know, mud, see if the sticks stick to the mud. But I didn't stop uh, Jack from banning me for seven days. I explained the context of my show. In fact, I may or may not have told him that this was satire in an effort to uh, continue doing what I'm doing. And it was like he didn't even read it. I was still banned. So uh, forgive me, Mr. Jack, if I don't think your Joe Rogan uh, interview is anything less than disingenuous. So if you notice like a strange audio break between the last second and this second, it's because there was. I kind of stopped recording by accident for I am what you call, you know, a slight amateur. Okay, and uh, I apologize. I don't know what I'm doing, but that's what's the fun thing about this whole experience. Also, just listen to a little bit of the previous recording. That must have been hell for you to listen to because you can hear all these kind of weird tapping sounds uh, around the mic because I'm fidgety and I got to get used to that. I can't really like stand still. So this is hard, okay? Believe it or not, like this isn't like a totally foreign uh, concept to me. I did college radio for a little bit. However, I don't know. I guess there was uh, more room to move <laughs> there. I had like music behind me all the time. This is just like a solo podcast thing. Definitely should probably get a voice to bounce off of. I can't imagine that you could tolerate this talking style for too long because I can't even do it. You understand? 
But uh, what the heck were we talking about before I was rudely interrupted? Hate speech, right. I'm not a hateful guy, okay? I don't have a hateful bone in my body. This might blow your mind, but... The, I, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe that I swear on my channel. I don't think I've said a curse word. Now, why is this? It's not like a moral thing. It's just that I don't really want vulgarity to get in the way of a truth. I want everybody to be able to share it, you know? I know YouTube themselves don't really like promote things with cursing in it, so I don't really want to give them an excuse to hide my videos. But it looks like that doesn't even matter. So I might just swear it up in this podcast. I don't know yet. It is a free-form thing. Anything can happen. Don't hold it against me. I'll try not to. However, there is no excuse for uh, kids not to uh, enjoy my channel, okay? Because, you know, like the content's family-friendly, supposedly. Will kids like the channel? I can't really promise that. I don't think they will. In fact, I think I already proved that they don't because I insulted this guy named Matt Pack recently from the Game Theory YouTube channel. And that's the one time YouTube threw me in an algorithm of angry, anti-question, anti-question-asking nine-year-olds in an attempt to, like, destroy my spirit, I suppose. And that way, YouTube could say, oh, we did throw you in an algorithm, but it didn't work for you. It's very shady. I see what you're doing. It's not cool. But there's no reason why those kids can't see the channel, you know? In fact, I'm glad they did because, I mean, they're young now, but maybe like 10 years from now, they'll be like, "Ah, huh, that was weird memory I had of this guy in a mask just talking about, what was he? Let me, let me get a reminder. And now their minds are fully, um, you know, rendered. <laughs> rendered because it's a simulation. Uh, they might appreciate what they didn't appreciate at that time. So I think it might be a beautiful experience. I don't know. Point is, everybody's against me, okay? So I just wanted to give you an introduction of what this show's about, my enemies. We'll see where this goes from here. If it goes anywhere, I don't know. I have nothing planned. I don't have a script. I don't have notes. I got nothing to work on. I just wanted to try this. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you want to support the show... I got like a PayPal. I have a Patreon, but it looks like people don't do Patreon anymore. So I'll just uh, I'll just stick to the PayPal thing for now until I figure a system out. Uh, I got social media. Don't forget to uh, subscribe to the YouTube. And above all things, keep asking questions. Thank you.